Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Um Actually Comics. My name is Tristan, and I am joined today, as ever, by my stalwart companion, Bob. Yes, hi. Yes, yes, hi. <laughs> and there's his catchphrase right out of the gate. Yes, hi. Coming in hot with the yes, hi. Oh, man. <laughs> when we get those t-shirts made up, they're going to sell <laughs> It's just my cakes. face. And it says, yes, hi. Yes, hi. <laughs> Shit, you know what? I bet I could sell a bunch of those anyway. <laughs> Even to people who didn't know you, I think that that, I, that I think random... That, if you did the right graphic, definitely. I might, I might do that. Do them like as a distressed, like, so they look vintage. People will be like, what's this cool shirt? This is great. Uh, I remember that show, people will say. Uh, anyway, we're going to talk about comic books this week. Yay. And uh, there's a bunch of them. And some of them are pretty good. And mm. uh, some of them are Action Comics 1043. Mm, yeah. They sure are. And, uh, yeah, that's how we'll start off with... Uh, we're always starting off with action <laughs> comics, and so it's like, eh, yeah, fucking who gives a shit? Uh, Adventure Man, number nine. Good. Good comic book. Uh, there's a... I don't know anything about this. I did not know that Dynamite had the license for Altered Carbon, but there is an Altered Carbon... I don't know what Altered Carbon is. Altered Carbon <laughs> is a Philip K. Dick property. Oh, Wow. Uh, so I don't know. I assumed it was a video game. <laughs> sure, it probably is. Uh, but looks cool. Nice. And again, Diamond does do really good work sometimes. When they care about a property, they, they tend to do pretty good stuff. Yeah. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man number two. I loved it. Yeah, it was good. Uh, I like this new new take. I like this, and I like the, the returned... I don't know how to say this without ruining the ending, but I like the return to superhero stakes. Yeah, is that weird? For sure. Like, it just feels like the, the way that this thing ended, I was like, well, that's a cliffhanger that I haven't seen in, like, literally 15 years. I read well, that's cool. And I can't remember what it was. It's like, it's just like, it's the oh, same. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, that is not something that happens in modern comics. And I was really like, I, I had kind of missed that sort of thing. Yeah. And so, I don't know. I yeah. just love this book. Can't wait till the next issue to find out what happens. Exactly. And I really do. I like this. I like the fact that it's Tombstone as the villain. Like, mm. it just brings the stakes to that weird, like, it's it's just above Daredevil's level. Like, Daredevil wouldn't be involved in this because it's a little too superhero-y. Mm. But it's a little too low level for the Avengers or for like an Iron Man or a, a Thor kind of character. Yeah. It wouldn't, that wouldn't bother any of those characters. So yeah. I, I like, I like where it is. This is like the sweet spot for me. And Spider that's where Spider-Man should, should live so that every once in a while when he like yeah. guests in, you know, the Avengers or yeah, whatever. Or Thor like, or something when it becomes cosmic, it's weird. It's, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, you have that ground level character that's like, okay, like this is shit that I don't like. Right. It's, it's different. And it's like, can't it's not a building i can exactly and it makes it always makes spider-man the audience surrogate yeah. who is looking at the world that is this insane blown out superhero world and his his world is a street level world so he, you you get to experience this craziness through the eyes of somebody else who's going this is crazy and that's what the avengers movies did with spider-man so well yeah tom holland was always this perfect audience surrogate of like Whoa! Yeah, totally. are you are you seeing what I'm seeing? This this shit is amazing. <laughs> you know, yeah. He was always excited about it and crazy, like weirded out by it. It's it's just a great. It, that's how Spider Man needs to be. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Aqua Men number four. Yeah. It's raining men. It's raining Aquaman. It's. <laughs> 
That it's the sequel to it's Raining Men, it's Aquaman. Because once they hit the ground, they're little puddles. Um, <laughs> yes. Arrow Smith, number five of six. Avengers fifty six. Mm-hmm. I didn't read it. I, I did. I yeah. It's one of those ones where like, what's really happening? Because they're in hell. Uh, with one L. Right. Yep. Um, Batman Beyond the White Knight, number Ooh. three of eight. I've heard this book is good. This book is good. <laughs> yeah, no, um, I uh, Yes, I just finished reading this, and I don't know what to say about it. I guess probably it's too late to... It's it's late enough that we can kind of spoil what's going on with this story. Yeah. Uh, which is that, essentially, Batman breaks out of jail because he has been put into prison. He has given away his Batman identity in the last Incurse mm-hmm. because he was not technically Bruce Wayne because there was a big conspiracy and a lot of other things that went on. And he is now, he now feels like he has to break out because Terry McGinnis has stolen this, this bat armor, but um, it's all for the good. It turns out. And uh, there's a lot of drama with Joker's kids. And also Joker is now in his head thanks to a microchip implant that was put in there. Basically, the Joker is now an artificial intelligence living inside Bruce Wayne's head, appearing to him as a as a real person. But it's like the the sanitized the the not, the, not it's sanitized the, it's the sane, but like It's the sane version of Joker yeah, that's yeah. been put into Jack. his Jack. Yes, it is Jack Napier, uh, and it is very fun, and I'm really enjoying it. And of course, we have signed copies of everything. So, hooray! Grab those. Uh, I like oh. that I can sometimes walk into the store and Sean Murphy's just here and I'll be like, hey, <laughs> hey, hey how's it going? <laughs> like, then he's like, even though I've met him like 500 times, he's he's always just like, I don't know, who the fuck is that? I mean, he's... <laughs> he, he's like a famous guy. He's got weird stuff going on lately. It's huh. pretty funny. <laughs> he's doing crazy things. He's, crazy his life things. is so fucking nuts. It's, yeah, it's crazy. Just it is but sky jumps. Jesus, it really is. It's like <laughs> I don't know. I can't imagine what a crazy life like that would be like. God, I I hang out with him every week, and I don't understand what a crazy life like his is like. Even though we talk about it a lot. Nice. Anyway, that's good. Uh, Bloodstained Teeth number two mm. continues to be artsy and fartsy, and also very enjoyable. Um, I'm. It's weird. Uh, I actually can't remember what this is about because I'm currently rereading The Strain, and now oh. I have The Strain stuck in my head, so everything's kind of squishing together. This is the Christian Ward written but not drawn yes. vampire, uh, kind of like Dayglow vampire kind <laughs> yeah. of thing. And it is, uh, and and the artist who is on it, I find this with all of these people, like when you choose the artist, when you choose somebody like, like when an artist chooses an artist, right? It's always like, oh, this guy's next level. Like they're never gonna be like. It's very rare that somebody who's an artist chooses somebody who is a less capable artist than themselves. Mm. They usually find these random people, and you have never heard of them before. Scotty Young comes to mind when it, when that happens. Yeah. Like when he's writing a book, like I've never heard of this person who he chose, and he just destroyed this book it's so good yeah this but, guy patrick reynolds is good i had heard of him before and i can't I remember did, I where he might have maybe person. done like a hellboy thing or something 
I don't know. I definitely knew the the artist. He certainly would have been a good Hellblazer artist. Like that would have been a really that would have been a real solid choice. Yeah, I'm not sure where I encountered him because that's the thing is like for me all of it bleeds Mm -hmm. together. But I remember like the names. Yes. Like the other day, some in a comic group I'm part of, someone liked my fake Facebook post, and I was like, I know that name. Why do I know that name? Who is that person? And I Googled them, and it was the co-writer of the three-issue Prisoner miniseries oh, from like nice. 1980. I loved that. And I was like, <laughs> why do I remember this guy's name? Like, I read that book in the 80s. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, um, we got Captain Carter, number three. Oh, also Charles Vest liked my post as well. That Holy cool. shit. Yeah, it was a feather in my cap for this week. Holy shit. That yes. would have blown my mind. Pretty cool. I'm going to go back because we skipped some stuff. Oh, uh, Batman Fortress number one. I liked Batman Fortress number one. I wanted to one. read this. This looked really exciting. I love the idea of Batman versus aliens. Yeah. Like, this is, again, speaking of, of the Spider-Man conundrum, like sometimes I worry that like I don't like Batman when he's too street level. Mm. When they take away the craziness of Batman, like Interesting. Aliens, is just outside enough that I like it. I like you know I, I like the Joker when he's living in a toy factory and you know right the manufacturing the exploding kind of toys, yeah. you know whatever. It's got to be something that's not just like hey, there's a guy loose and he's killing people. It's weird because this one, high concept wise, like if you're kind of used to Batman, Justice League Batman, it's like kind of like oh, Batman's gonna fight aliens again, yeah, right? But like the concept of this one being that like aliens have invaded the Earth. And Superman would normally be the guy who takes care of it, but he's not around. He's gone, yeah. And from what I've kind of gleaned from reading about this, uh, it's like eventually like that will be part of it. And it essentially is kind of like a world's finest without Superman. Oh, Um, they're not going to bring Jonathan Kent into it? Oh, I don't know like who it would be or what's going on. Like I didn't really read the like, Mm. they didn't give away anything, but like it just seems like like, it basically seems like the fact that Superman isn't around is part of right. the story. Yeah, yeah. I'm and sure it is. Like why he's not. So and I and Derek Robertson is like for me, it's like when he's paired with a good writer, he's he's a very good like storyteller, and I like that it's like an eight issue, yep. just kind of like this would probably be like a good trade if you're a trade waiter. But, I like uh, that he does weird pretty well too. Yeah, yeah, I think he's a really good artist. Oh, oh, art wise, man, crazy. Uh, what do we got? We got Captain Carter, number three. I did I not read it. didn't read it either. Um, I, you know what? I hate I'm to say sorry. it. I feel like I didn't read this comic because it had a Fortnite cover, and I was just like, fuck this thing. <laughs> I, I, I didn't read it because I'm me. just like burning out on like Marvel multiverse. <laughs> like Spider-Punk is like my well, sweet spot, Spider-Punk. and then I'm just kind of like, well, I don't care about it and the rest of it. Man, I'm like. Although I'm all in for this Defenders comic that's coming. Yeah, I'm very excited about that. I love Galactus's mom as a character. <laughs> She's got it going on. She's so cool. <laughs> nice. Uh, well, well played. <laughs> uh, we got. Uh, I got a bunch of new LPs in, uh, and I saw someone flipping through them there. And I put out. Yeah, sold a couple today. Uh, sold a DRI today, but. Uh, what? We got, uh, yeah, we had Three of a Kind. We actually still have a copy of Three of a Kind. We got Crossover and uh, Thrash Zone. Ooh, Thrash Zone. Pretty great. Crossover is my, that was my, like. I don't know that one. That was my skate rock album. Like, I got that and, like, listened to it while skating, so it reminds me of skateboarding. (laughs) 
Uh, that, that record's so good. <laughs> is it weird that the album I associate the most with skateboarding as a non-skateboarder is Scatterbrain? Uh, what is it? Here Comes Trouble? I could totally see that. I could <laughs> no, see that. For some reason, I just associate that well, album with skateboarding. Well, what's weird is that like there's all these skate rock bands that I love. Like There's all the Doggy Style and McRad and like these bands that are like skate bands. Like they write songs right. about skateboarding and they are like thrash punk bands. Yes. Um, but there's a bunch of stuff that because I had it on cassette and listened to it while I was skateboarding and it just like I have memories of skating while listening to Toys in the Attic by Aerosmith. <laughs> nice. That in my mind is a skate rock record and Led Zeppelin 3, ah, I believe, is the one. see that that I also was listening to while skating. It might it was either that one or Presence. I can't remember. I'd have to yeah. listen to one of them to know. But uh, yeah, it's like those are the ones that bring me visceral memories of skating. Nice. One time someone <laughs> asked me to make them a snowboarding mix that they could listen to while they were snowboarding Ooh. and I did and they were like I don't I won't listen to this while I'm snowboarding and I was like, "Oh." <laughs> it, was, it was nothing but Bach. It was just yeah, it was totally just It was like, the Smiths. It was all the saddest uh, Morrissey sugar songs. Sugar cubes. <laughs> nice. But only the rap. Yeah. It was like, I said, "Ouch." That you, really hurts. you just cut it so that it's only the rapper. Oh my god. What was that guy's name? I, love I don't that guy. know, but I I would I would absolutely love it if someone would edit me oh, like a 15 you know? minute song oh. that is just every single time that rapper came into No, here's what you songs. do. Here's what you do. You remove Anthony Kiedis from the Chili Peppers oh. and you replace him with the guy from Sugar Cubes. Both would work. I would say either either or. You could also do the do the reverse. You could <laughs> put Anthony Kiedis as the Into rat the bricks sugar, and the yeah, sugar cubes, yeah, that could and no one well. would notice. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, insular indie rock talk. That's us in the comics. World. <laughs> yeah, everyone's like, can you talk about? I thought this is called um actually comics. Um, like... actually, McRad's Absence of Sanity <laughs> is a really great record, and you should listen to it. But whatever. Uh, anyway, uh, DC versus Vampire Hunters number one. You know, I liked it. It didn't make it home, but I liked it. It's good. It's one of those things where I was just kind of like. Mm. It's Who's the guy that wrote it? It's the regular guy, Rosen Rosencrantz, <laughs> Rosenberg. It's either Rosencrantz or Guildenstern. It's, I don't. And one yeah, of them is one dead. One of them is dead. I think actually both of them oh, are dead. Shit, and this both is of them are dead. Rosenberg. It makes sense Matthew. because they're vampires. Yeah. Who I feel bad because the person who it is follows me on Instagram. No, the person the who it is is the person. is the main writer on the main comic. I don't really. Cool. They must be doing like a gap between the first half and the second half. Yep to maintain artistic please always have the same artist on it because yeah, yeah. that's what sells it to me that's great. i do like this guy neil gooch the um he has a great name neil gooch. <laughs> i mean because everyone is going to call him the gooch <laughs> the gooch hey what's up <laughs> uh but he has a really good style um oh it's g-o-o-g-e yeah didn't gooch. he do like um that's pretty great something with remender at one point maybe I don't Potentially, know. I don't. Anywho, I like his story. This is a Damian Wayne story. Yep. It's it's uh, it's setting something up within the framework of like it is important. Yeah, yeah. Within the grand scheme of things, and I I really don't. I think it's because I found all those back issues, and I was like, I need to limit the new issues that I'm getting, and I'll I, probably come back for it. I also love the B cover. The B cover is fantastic. The B cover is the the homage to yeah, the, the the old Robin, Robin miniseries. Yeah. Yep. Very so very good. good. Very good. Uh, Deathstroke Incorporated, number nine. Deathstroke Incorporated. 
I can only make four thrash references, don't worry. Department of Truth, number 18. Statue of Liberty's got stars in her eyes. She sure does. Detective Comics, 1060. I like this storyline. I like this redesign of Riddler with his weird, like, full, twisty mustache. Like, he... I mean, if he's... If you look like that in the movie, I'd already have seen it. This, it's especially like the fact that his car is like, uh, like he's got the car that a dude with that fucking mustache yes. would drive. Like it's like an El Camino or not really an El Camino. It's like a, uh, like a, a Ford Fury or something. It's like, yeah, it's just like a muscle car that like some, some real 70s scumbag would <laughs> drive. Yeah. It's awesome. He looks like a carny in it. I mean, that's what it, I really like about yeah. it. Is he, like, he genuinely looks like a carny. And he is a carny. Well, like, he looks <laughs> he looks like a dude who would do karate in the park. Yep. Is what he looks like. Uh, anyway, it's great. And that redesign rules. That's and I good. love it yeah. to death. Rice, he's good. He sure is. Uh, Devil's Reign, Omega, number one. Learn the fate of the woman without fear oh yeah and also uh setting up the new thunderbolts yes. oh yeah that's right so two couple stories in this one yes and it uh, that is probably pointing to the fact that the new she hulk series thunderbolts are probably going to be the villains of the new she hulk series hmm. which is something that we're that rumors are going oh, around the tv about. series yeah yeah sorry which gotcha. I'm very excited about the She-Hulk series. I think it could be cool. It has potential. I like the trailer. Uh, it has Frogman in it, so I know. I'm, I'm on board. Like, <laughs> the Fantabulous Frogman, even. Uh, man, that's another one that like we were talking before the podcast oh about God. back issues that have shot up in price because they've been mentioned in that this and that. Man but, like, issue the Frogman issue is so expensive. I know, right? I, like, I was like, I, and I'm not even like looking to buy it. I was just like, ooh, I bet he's in this. I bet his thing is in it's like 50 bucks. I think I saw one that like started at 25 yeah, but yeah. like you wouldn't get it for that price nope that's crazy good old Frogman. but i do love Frogman, and i'm glad that he's getting his due i think he deserves to have a 50 dollar first first appearance yeah it's one of those things where but i'm kind of just like it's it's where you realize the herd mentality but is that's real. not like even the, the kayfabe effect right or whatever. Yeah, yeah yeah but that's not even him right Oh, it looks like him in the trailer. It well, no, 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 like no. It's 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 Frogman in the trailer. Oh, but I mean, it's the but, one I'm looking for is his specific first because appearance that would be his father's first. But appearance. his father is not Frogman. His father is Leapfrog. That's right. His father was Leapfrog. So this is Frogman's first appearance. It is yeah, Frogman's yeah. That's first right. Appearance. That's correct. Correcto mundo. I know my Frogman history. You know, you know your frog history. <laughs> for being a DC guy, I sure know a lot about Frogman. <laughs> I only know a lot about Throg, mm. and I could I could speak volumes I mean, about Throg. Up to a certain point, Throg had a relatively self-contained number of appearances. Now Very he's true. like, now he's got a lot under yes. his belt. He sure does. And it's not confusing as much as like Spider Ham is. <laughs> true, and you know, and he's been getting his due a lot lately. Mm. Oh man, I loved that Daniel Warren Johnson cover from last week. So good, so good. The uh, I my favorite was the the moment that he was given in Thor. Oh fuck yeah! Where he smashes through Donald Blake's teeth. That was so good. <laughs> oh yes, yeah. wonderful. And uh, so we've got this book. 
I don't know what the deal is, and Bob doesn't seem to know what the deal is either, but it is Mickey Mouse uh, Trapped in the Shadow Dimension from the Disney Masters Collection. It's It's a a hardcover from Fantagraphics, and it looks modern-ish. It is. Well, I found out that it is a Italian Mickey Mouse comic that was serialized in some kind of Italian comic magazine and is now collected by Fantagraphics in a hardcover format. It is a very nice book. I actually... If I hadn't found some back issues that I wanted, I might even have grabbed it because it's cool. The Ooh. art's really good. It's very Asterix yeah. kind of style art. It was it was interesting to see how off model they let him get with Mickey Mouse. But how actually like really it, it's weird because now there's so many different models for Mickey Mouse. I guess like that's I feel true. like his his model is on, but for the like his model Mickey is on Mouse for the meets 50s. conservation of energy comic Mickey Mouse, right, you know, like right, or whatever yeah, yeah. that, that was, like that one you see in the dollar bins. Early sixties, yeah, yeah, sixties, like, like where he's still, um, he's he's still very rodent like in yeah, those, and he's yeah. not quite as he's not quite as puffy. He's not the the serialized like the the uh, yeah he hasn't become like a corporate costume. brand yet. Right. It's like an actual character that he has, looks like like a mouse. Yeah, yeah, and it, and so it's like still like a. Like there's movement and life within it. Yep. It's not just like this static thing that always has to look a certain. That way looks like a Funko Pop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought it looked nice. It we've got EC Comics Archives Vault of Horror Volume Two in trade freaking paperbacks. Finally, all nice. of this stuff. It's so exciting to be able to have all of the horror stuff from EC published in a format that is only twenty dollars a volume as opposed to $50 a volume. Mm-hmm. Like as much as I love this stuff, I could never bring myself to spend $50 on it. Mm-hmm. It was just too freaking much. Unless someone was like, here's all the original issues for $50. Well, yes. <laughs> and then, and then you'd mean, be like, yes. To be fair, what happened is that I got some of those issues in and because I spent so much on them, I had to sell them. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know, I, I, that's how it always works. Where I'm like, curse. I got it, and it was like so much cheaper than buying them <laughs> at a store. <laughs> but now I've spent so much money that I have to sell them. So yeah, well, Ooh, that's retail life. That's retail life. So we also have a trade paperback of Eat the Rich in this week, which was a great series, highly recommended. Mm. We've got Elvira in Horrorland. It's good of course it is it's good she's inside all of these freaking elvira comics are really good yeah and it's weird because it actually continues specifically from the elvira vincent price yeah yeah comic and in this one she's in like this kind of like zeitgeist of horror films dimension and she's basically like inside various horror films and this one she's inside psycho and i won't say who all appears but it's not just the cast yes (laughs) <laughs> that is definitely not telling anyone anything, but it's really good. Uh, I will say the the C cover, the Califano cover, holy crap. It is a, like... I didn't even look at it. It's a three-color uh, poster homage to Psycho, and it is uh, so flipping good. Nice. Yeah, I love the, Man, the, it's the color treatment of this, where I was like, yeah. it's black and white for most of it, and I was like, I know there's going to be color in this, because yeah, it's yeah. like, it's a color comic, it's just black and white, which is always kind of strange. Um, but the way they do it is actually pretty cool. It's a much, much better book than uh, you would expect. Yep. Correct, Amundo. Uh, Final Fantasy Lost Stranger Graphic Novel Volume 7 is out. Mm-hmm. We have a hardcover of Full Metal Alchemist Volume 17. Ooh. Ooh, is right. 
and Godzilla versus Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. The battle continues for some reason. Rages I don't. On. I really would have expected that they'd still be scraping all of the Power Rangers <laughs> off his foot by now, but apparently they're doing something else. Um, Gunslinger Spawn number eight is out. Continues to be the standout of the the nice. Spawn series. Uh, Harley Quinn number fifteen. I don't know if you. Speaking of kayfabe effect, yeah. Just to go back to Spawn, did you see that page that uh, that they posted no. about about Spawn? I did not. That I think it was Jim Rugg or one of the one of the guys had drawn a page that was essentially like the influence of Todd McFarlane through Spawn, mm. and it was talking about what his approach as a child going to a going to a comic shop, who was like, oh, you know. I really liked Spider-Man when Todd McFarlane was drawing it. It was really cool. And then I guess he just disappeared because I didn't see anything because I was buying them off the racks at a at a grocery store. So I had no idea that he was doing anything else. He finds some other issue of Spawn somewhere and he's like, where do I find more of these? And the guy's like, a comic book store? And he's like, wow, I've got to go to a comic store. And he goes and he finds these things. He buys a bunch of Spawn comics and he winds up with... Uh, six seven eight and nine and he's like this was great this this one was really cool i have to look up this dave sim character and then he's like this one was really good i gotta find this alan moore character and then it's like i gotta find this neil gaiman character and it's like yeah holy shit from a certain perspective he introduced those people to a generation of comic fans yeah and made people go, I need to find stuff by Neil Gaiman. You yeah. know, like, I need to find these amazing creators. And I will still defend Spawn, because I don't think that it's as lowbrow as everyone else says it is. I think it is I think it is uh, intentionally lowbrow. And I think it's kind of, it's lowbrow in the way that, like, lowbrow high art is. I think that it is intentionally cartoonish and silly in the ways well, that it presents what it does. I think Todd McFarlane is a really like I, I, as much as it's kind of like frowned upon as like, uh, you know, people who whose work is described this way tend to not like it. Mm-hmm. But um, he has very cartoony art. He does like and he gets like kind of this like it's but he has a graphics style that works. I don't like I just spawn doesn't work for me yeah, but it's yeah. like i would never say it's a bad comic no. or like anything it's, about it like i don't my opinion is unqualified it is it. surprisingly good because i i've gone back to it and i'm i'm always i mean the writing tends to be a little ridiculous but right it is still a very fun art style and a very fun comic i will shit overall. on that torment comic that he did that web line advantageous. Oh my God. That's one of the worst written things I've there's, ever read in my life. There's a few terrible things in there. Uh, anyway, <laughs> but let's not dwell on that. Let's oh, dwell on Speaking of Harley, Harley Quinn, Quinn uh, 15. Uh, Riley Rosmo, get mm-hmm. him. This is my opinion. Get Riley Rosmo off Harley Quinn mm-hmm. and give him a Batwoman book. Because his oh, Batwoman is awesome in this comic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I just like I don't know it's like not working for me for Harley Quinn but it totally would work for Batwoman like or really any character with essentially with a cape I I think (laughs) (laughs) I think the deal is maybe I don't know I don't know why this Harley Quinn isn't working for me I think it's probably because it's not funny enough yeah 
I also I really liked the funny when it was Sam Humphreys and Sammy Bosry the the run before they the yeah, last yeah, run yeah. and then they canceled it and they yep. started this new no, book. That was really good. That was a great run. It was. It was really good, and it was like kind of just like it could have gone longer. And I don't know. I just thought it was like that's like like I, in the same way that the uh, that the um, uh, Paul Niotti Connor. Um, yeah run was like it it did a thing and it worked you know like i just that's what you need and this is just like for some reason it's just not working and i like the artist i don't understand why they've gone away from her as a deadpool character why Mm. they're kind of like backstepping on that it Mm. feels like she should be more bombastic and it feels like they're kind of going less bombastic the world is more tank girl than it is like yeah this does feel more tank i mean i guess i get it but it feels like they wanted to write a tank girl comic yeah and what they had was dc characters and they were like eh, we'll just kind of fill in the blank with these people yeah maybe I don't know. I just there's something about it that's not firing. But I flipped through this and I was like, this Batgirl is like this. His version of Batwoman yeah. is like graphically like really interesting. Nice. And I would totally read a Batwoman book if he was doing the art and the writing was good. Nice. Uh, Hellboy and BPRD Night of the Cyclops. I like this one. I mean, mm. we've not seen Hellboy do Greek myth uh, before, mm. and uh, I really like the artist who is brand new. I think this might—I mean, I don't know what this artist has done before, but I've never heard of her. And or uh, him, sorry, Olivier. I thought it was Olive for some reason. Ooh, man! Um, not enough women are named Olive. Not enough people in general are named I Olive. Think th- I think ten years from now, there's going to be a lot of people I think named Olive. Olive is going to come back as a name. I, that's I, a I mean, fun I know name. of several Olives that are. Babies, I've never like met an kids. olive in my life. Oh, yeah. I've only met a dog named Olive. <laughs> but I like this this artist, and the story is a one shot. That is, uh, it starts with um, Hellboy having just defeated a, a Minotaur, and then he has to fight a Cyclops. Nice, and he stabs it in the face, and it's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Hellcop number seven is out. There is a kids trade from History Comics, which is actually from First Second Comics, called National Parks Preserving America's Wild Places. Nice. Which is very cool. Good thing um, for kids to read about. It is. Uh, Hulk number seven is out, which is another good thing for kids to read about. Yes. Wow. So, uh, so much smashing. This yeah, has got very a... smashy, and there's a first appearance of a great new character that we're all going <laughs> to love and is going to last a lifetime. Yes. So, enjoy that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought it was fine. It's, it's just, fine. It, was, it was bigger and dumber than I expected, which is weird coming from someone who just read a Hulk comic saying, I didn't think it was going to be this big and stupid, but... Well, guess what? It is. <laughs> it's pretty dumb. Uh, it's actually man. kind of why I'm sticking with it, like yeah. because it is specifically <laughs> so dumb. Specifically, because I I really am like looking for an excuse to not buy this comic anymore. But it is. It's like just good enough, just fun enough, yep. just dumb enough. It's. it's I like this artist on this issue big. too. Yes. Yeah. I didn't even notice it wasn't Rosmo. No. I mean, or, uh, I mean, uh, from other Riley, uh, but, but Rotley. Sorry, Ryan Otley. Yes, that's the name we were looking for. Otley. I was looking for Rotley. Rotley. I uh, see. Ice Cream Man, number three. Does he satisfy? Uh, all of his flavors are guaranteed to satisfy, as, nice. as I've heard. That's cool. Image, 30th Anniversary Anthology, number two of 12. There's no way they're making it to 12. 
Yeah, I don't there's know. No the way. ice cream man is in that. Did you see it? No. Yeah, there's an ice cream shit. man story in it. Or it's like Ice Cream Man presents. I actually thought it was a haha uh, story, but because there's a clown, but <laughs> it's, it's a crossover. It's, it might be. It actually might be. I don't know. I didn't read it. Uh, in what continues to be a theme of Philadelphia having the best fucking covers ever, <laughs> uh, more Philadelphia, Philadelphia number twenty-two. I'm so far behind. I really need to read these. I thought this series was so good. And I never I just, read it, and now I kind of like. I wish I knew what's going on. It's phenomenal. It's clearly got like, legs. Yeah, it really does. It's a great, great series, and I, I really wish I had caught up. But now I'm so far behind. I'm like, I've got to read two full trades to get caught up oh, with man. the current issues. That's how I feel. It's kind of daunting. Um, I, I don't because I just skipped. I was like, okay, so I knew how it ended because I read the last one like an asshole, <laughs> and then oh, before the break, like I skipped several yeah. trades and just read the last issue and so now i'm like okay cool it's basically started over so yeah. <laughs> so i'm just starting from the first there you go so i'm kind of i just gathered now. all of mine into one place for the first time so now i feel like at some point i'm gonna just sit and read them all but i haven't yet legion of x number one is out i did not like it i didn't read it um lost lad london number volume one shima shinya graphic novel is out uh, Mariko Chan Volume Five is out. Minecraft Wither Without You Volume Three, and another manga called Monster Boo. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I assume it's somebody's girlfriend who's a monster. It's pretty good. <laughs> Monstrous Number Forty is out, and Moon Knight Number Eleven is out, which is great. Mm. I love Moon Knight. I'm I'm really loving this. Yeah, I think it's a really fun. Like, it's. It's just stupid enough. It's just like ground level punchy punchy enough and then story driven enough that it's like there's not too much of any any one thing. It's not a brilliant story and it's not like really great action, but it's like it really has all of the things that it needs to keep going. When you you grabbed that back issue with it had the Tigra appearance and then I realized the Tigra is actually like a supporting character and I was like, oh no, do I have to go back and read these? But then I read this one and they did something and I was just like, no, sorry. (laughs) I'll wait till Tigra's in Defenders and read that because I know I'll like it. Nice. But I don't know. I don't want to give away anything for people who read Midnight. We got Murder Hobo, Chaotic Neutral number four. Fun. Of course. Crass. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) We've got these little ponies. Uh, There's a new series that's just starting off. So if you, you're probably going to be lost anyway. I have a feeling they're just not going to, they're going to continue the, whatever their continuity is. So I'm sorry, pony fans. I don't think this is starting fresh. It's just a new number one. Yep. Uh, New Burn number seven. Speaking of books that I have not read and I do not know anything about what's going on. Same boat. Uh, Pearl three number one. Same boat. Yeah, I liked Pearl fine when it first it's came like out. A, it's like a Yakuza crime comic. Yeah, it's right? just like a kind of kind of a fighty crime comic. Yeah, it's know. like sort of a pseudo noir. It's not really noir, but it's kinda and. Eh, it's got a nice peach Momoko cover. There is a good peach Momoko cover. I, I just, I don't know. Both of those Jinx World books that came out, Cover and Pearl, mm-hmm. I was underwhelmed by. But whatevs. See, you're clearly underwhelmed by it too. Sort of. 
Uh, Power Rangers <laughs> Universe, number six of six. The Universe of Power. Rangers. Punisher, number three. Mm. Uh, I didn't read it, but I like this series. I I know you don't, but I, I really enjoy this. So, And this is... I love the I love the idea of of his I like this continuing story of Frank being a huge Captain America booster. Yeah. Like he loves Captain America and that I mean the best story of that was the War Journal series right. from yeah, eight years ago, Civil ten War. years ago, whatever. Civil like War, maybe the only good thing that came out of Civil War. God, that series sucks. <laughs> I like Civil War, oh, not but a fan. I, but that thing, the like, the idea that he wouldn't kill people because he was around Captain America, and like, <laughs> he couldn't stand the idea of like letting Captain America down while he was working yeah. with him. I don't know. It was just such a. It was such a weirdly moving character and then that arc where it was thing. like when captain america died and like everybody came, became and he like kind of kept going with the, like dressed up as yeah. captain america and cool. went out and like beat up a bunch of people in the desert who were like <laughs> who were kidnapping people. i don't yeah, remember I don't really exactly remember what the exactly story was storyline but i did i did they, that was kind of where that like <laughs> fan worship of captain america kind of angle came, came yeah. with and he would like take orders from him and stuff yeah maybe it came from before that i don't know but it's very cool. Uh, Robin 14 is a thing. Mm-hmm. There are 14 Robins. Rogue Sun is a thing. Yes. Rush number six is a thing. Yes. Uh, saga number 59. It's a thing, too. It's got a fish. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Savage Spider-Man number Ooh, three. I forgot to look at it. I did, too. Damn it. I should have checked this out. It's always, this is, speaking of things that are dumb and fun, there's always something crazy going on with this big, weird monster Spider-Man that's eating Sorry, everybody. Sorry, keep Whoa. Ah, it's okay. If there's a gas leak in here, it's probably what it is. <laughs> um, Final episode. <laughs> uh, we got the Scoobtastic sticker party, which is a Scooby-Doo sticker book, and it's full of Scooby-Doo stickers. What the hell more do you need to know? It looks pretty good. It's pretty great. Um, yeah. I don't know why anyone would not want this. Uh, Seven Deadly Sins Omnibus Graphic Novel Volume 4, Silent Voice Complete Collection Hardcover Volume 1, and something is killing the children. Number twenty-three. Mm. Uh, we've also got Spider-Man twenty ninety-nine Exodus number one. Ah, uh, yeah, with the first appearance of Winter Soldier twenty ninety-nine. Yeah. Also, you missed Shutter. Shutter is out. Shutter. <laughs> oh, sorry, that's Strutter. That's Strutter. Uh, yes. Start a comic called Strutter. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Shutter is out, and it is great. Yep. I really like that series. Uh, Still Water number 13 is out. And we also have the... Oh, hey, also, uh, ah. Spider-Man 2099. Ah. Uh, That whole thing, here's what's weird about it. Spider-Man 2099 is barely in that comic. It's almost all Winter Soldier. What the shock, indeed. But there's also Crossbones 2099. Oh, wow. You gotta get those different crossbones. You do. It's the same crossbones. Oh. It's just the same. A techno zombie. Oh, okay. <laughs> you won me back. <laughs> uh, we also have, speaking of new LPs that we've gotten in, we have the one of my favorite suicidal records, oh. the Controlled by Hatred Feel Like Shit Deja Vu record. <laughs> nice. Which I always very much liked. Um, this was that 
that weird period of suicidal when they became a metal band and yeah. it was very confusing to me as a child who was very much into punk rock and i was like but suicidal's doing metal maybe it's okay to listen to metal and i think that was the reason i started listening to metal funny I think that it was, was actually because... the reason I stopped listening to metal was I like <laughs> I got I listened to uh, how will I laugh tomorrow when I can't even smile today too many times. And I was like, I realized I had this like meta moment where I was like, this is making me depressed and I don't like it. Oh, and at the wow. exact same time, coincidentally enough, I discovered the album Truth and Soul by Fishbone Ooh. and I just 180 dovetailed right out of metal. That's crazy. I I had both of those records at the same time and would listen to both of them like <laughs> nice. on repeat over yeah, and over again. I just was like all about the PMA after that and yeah. then Bad Brains. Suicidal never depressed me. I never found, I never got that out of there. I think I'm too surface level and I'm not deep That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, suicide is super deep. <laughs> the parts that aren't about punching people in the face are, are about how sad he is. But uh, it's the same thing with like the Smiths. I never th- found the Smiths to be sad. I didn't ever find them. And we, we shouldn't go too, too far. But like, I didn't like them because of the this curse where I had some people that I knew in high school who I didn't like. And they liked certain music, and I didn't like any of that music because I didn't like those people. Fair. But years later, I discovered the, uh, and I think that uh, the that Smiths, almost happened to me with they might be giants. By the way, oh yeah, um, the sweet and tender hooligans. I think is how I think of the Smiths. Like they were actually like they would fight you. Like yes. I don't feel like they were like sad mopey at all. No. It was like they were like punks. Like they would, except for Morrissey, who definitely would cry. <laughs> You think? Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe. I just I, I think back to that that Robert Smith story that oh, I don't know. that always cracks me up, where he saw him at a party one time and he came over and he punched him on the shoulder and he started crying. <laughs> <laughs> nice, that's pretty good. Uh, um, I don't but, know. Yeah. I just I feel like I feel like the music of the Smiths is a lot tougher than you. I yeah, think. yeah. No, absolutely. And again, it is. Uh, I, I didn't discover it till I was in like my forties. Listen, this is not my place to say, but I was always kind of bummed out by the fact that it was fairly clear that Morrissey was gay and that he was always like, no, I'm I'm just asexual. And it's like, your songs are all about fucking dudes. Maybe just say it because there's a lot of people out there who it would mean a lot to yeah. if you came out of the closet and said, hey, this is who I am. And maybe it would make it easier on some other people. But I guess it's not really my job to say that kind of thing. So I'll shut up about it. But, sure. you know, but whatever. Representation matters. It does. Um, anyway, uh, Swamp Thing number 13 is out. Yeah, it's good and uh, total mindfuck. I thought this out this series was in a very specific per- part did of not, the world. Did and not then see this. There's happening. a thing that happened, and I was like, "Wait, wait, wait! Yeah. What?" I did not see this ending coming at yeah. all, and bizarre. I, and I love it yeah. because this is a thing that Swamp Thing does occasionally, and when it happens, it's always fun. Yeah, totally. And I think that's the way to have Swamp Thing. Speaking of like addressing these characters properly. Mm. This world, when the worlds cross over, it's like it's always kind of special for Swamp Thing, and so yeah, yeah. we'll you know say no I think, more. I think Swamp Thing needs like a who's who issue. I think yeah, that's this, true. I think this version of Swamp Thing needs like a special where it's like because there's people that don't get it, and I think that people need to like have a like because if I, I mean I don't know maybe this is selling like hotcakes, but like assuming it's kind of like although it, it did still sell surprisingly well. Like, oh, that's surprisingly good. Maybe it doesn't need well. It. 
But I mean, it I just does. feel like if people were like, "Oh, I get where Swamp," they like now it's like maybe yeah. people don't really get it. Maybe they 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 could do something that'd be like, "Here, here's the deal." Yeah, you know, free comic book day Swamp Thing issue. Or right. Something, you know, I don't know. You know what's funny about Swamp Thing? I feel like, with the exception of the era of Saga of Swamp Thing, mm-hmm. that like that the first whatever however many issues it went right before Alan Moore showed up that only that little bronze age era that I did not like other than that I think that you could take any arc of swamp thing after that and it's great I have pretty much liked everything I, I didn't, didn't like care some for... of the vertigo post uh like before I they love that stuff I didn't some of the like family matters kind of like it was, it was like it was like just wasn't almost, my thing. Almost my favorite stuff. My favorite is the stuff immediately after that where they just ditched it. Like I, I mean they didn't I did like ditch that it, stuff. but like the and it was the it's it's yeah. to this day the only thing that Mark Miller has written that I like. Mm-hmm. I I and liked I that. Genuinely like love it. It's yeah. good. No, I really I really loved that era. I loved the ab- the uh, the the uh, Tefe era where it was like yeah. the later one where she was like this angry punk and she had the she has the animal man powers essentially but she's except this horrible swamp thing version of the animal man powers mm. and she became this kind of like eco terrorist and it was kind of nineties and grunge hmm. it had this weird punk angle to it and she was Maybe like if a, I revisited I'd like it better she was like but she was also like a legitimate terrorist because she had like killed people hmm. at that point she had actually used her powers to like turn people inside out and things Ew, gross. and she was like the hero it was a, it was very odd and so like swamp thing was kind of like coming back to be like listen i know i haven't been around and maybe i fucked you up by being a weird plant monster that was kind of like stuck in the parliament of trees for a long time but hey you should probably stop turning people inside out <laughs> nice it's like not cool nope. anyway uh teen titans academy 15 this is i think the final issue the comics journal number 308 teenage mutant ninja turtles Heroes in the Half Shell still comes out. Sure do. Wow. Uh, the Heroes in the Half Shell are at their 129th issue. Nice. Turtle Power. Yeah. Uh, this is the the. I feel like this is the first full appearance of Venus uh, in this issue. I mean, last one she had a full page, but it is definitely the first appearance of Slugathy. So, <laughs> All if, right. if you're into Slugathy, enjoy that. I think you skipped Task Force Z. Task Z. Force Z. Yes, Z as in <laughs> hey Um Yeah, oh, there man. it is. In this one, uh, the Red Hood breaks Tim Drake's nose with a crowbar. I was like, geez, dude. <laughs> He's like, you broke my nose. <laughs> like, yikes. Why are you doing that? Because it's a dick. Uh, I do love that the subtitle of this issue is Bane Spills the Tea. i like the cover as bane zombie playing with dolls yeah i do i don't know know. i mean honestly i think this comic is probably better than it's than we're yeah i I just haven't been paying attention to it i just don't care about zombies uh and i don't care about transformers but here we are there's transformers beast wars number 16 there's always a transformers there's always a transformers war as end number four Mm. Uh. Uh, there is uh, that comic that I can't pronounce the name of, but I know it as Lum, so I'm going to say that it's Lum, Volume 14. Ooh. Uh, 
you've got Yusagi Yojimbo, Lone Goat and the Kid, number five of six. Cool. Colorized version of an old story. Good uh, stuff. Vampire Slayer, which is the Buffy yes. the Vampire Slayer comic yes. without Buffy. The rebranded. Yes, because Buffy lost her slaying power. Yes. Uh, we've got a we've got a Xenoscope book for some reason called Helsing. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> um, Wolf Never Sleeps Graphic Novel Volume 1 Trade Paperback Never does I Don't ever sleep We got Very Zombies tired. Versus Robots Cool Number 3 Cool Yeah I This isn't This isn't my thing at all But man These covers are beautiful Yeah it's not my thing either But I'll take your word for it I definitely appreciate his art. Yeah I know It's good art I wouldn't Her artwork Ashley Wood a man. I believe Ash Wood is a man. Okay, I, I have never seen a picture of this person. Sort of a like I I love the I have like all the ephemera issues around the Invisibles, and I love the like anecdote where Morrison is like because Ash Ashley Wood was one of the artists on the final arcs of uh, Invisibles, and like just just didn't include stuff that was like in the script. <laughs> And so it's like the issues are coming out. There's like stuff apparently that like was like would explain this or that, and and uh, and it just like isn't in the comic because he just like didn't draw it, <laughs> which is kind of like on one hand I'm like, well, I really like the Invisible, so I'm mad that that stuff isn't in there. But then part of me is just kind of like, oh, maybe he's just like being like, this is fucking stupid. Fuck you. <laughs> I mean, like I don't know. Listen, I don't know. He, here's the, right, the what's deal. What's the right side of this? Um. I think what I would guess if I'd had to if I had to put myself in their mind I would say that they were probably sick and tired of him not paying attention because he gets the pages and he's supposed to look them over to see if they're correct you're supposed to get thumbnails you're supposed to get all this stuff mm-hmm. I have well, a feeling at that he point, was too Invisibles busy was so far behind doing schedule. drugs and Maybe. hanging out in trees in his uh, underwear dressing like Superman that I think I'd actually push back against that. Really? I think that might not be the case. I think really? that what happened was he got really sick, which may indeed have happened that because be. of drugs he was doing. But uh, he like almost died. He was hospitalized. Really? I did not and it know put that. the book really far behind schedule on top of the fact that it didn't sell for shit. Right. So like nobody wanted to buy it. So they were like, you got to wrap it up. And they gave somewhere him... around the numbers that the biggest selling comic today is selling. And so they yeah. were about to cancel. It. Yeah, exactly. Probably something like that. And so they were like, basically like you have 12 issues to wrap it. And, wow. and it was supposed to come out once a month for an entire year. And even that I think was late, especially cause like wow. one of the, the last one was quietly, and yes. um, and all this like meta that. stuff was happening and I and, and my what I read was that he was upset that they chose the artists for him. He didn't yeah. get to say, I want Steve Yowell or I want Philip Bond yeah. or whatever. Like he no, they were like, crazy. You're working with this guy and it was Ashley Wood and he was like nothing against the guy's style or anything like that but it's like i put stuff in the script that he just didn't draw and it yeah. was like and i'm not trying to like shit on him. I maybe see there's that. like other sides to the story see that. You know, i don't i just read something once yeah, yeah. and also i'm remembering a thing i read years ago so who fucking knows also you always get the uh, the writer's side of the story yeah, <laughs> in those totally, things totally totally i'm sure there's an, another like i said earlier i don't know what's cooler is like whether it's cool that 
Morrison is like fuck you or whether it's cool that like the guy was like fuck you Morrison. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? I think it's both pretty good. Or maybe it was just like this shit's trippy. I don't understand what you're asking me to draw, man. <laughs> that also could be <laughs> four the case. dimensional orbs. What the fuck? What does that mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. I could see that. But that's it. Those are the comics. We got those things. Oh, you know what? I forgot to talk about. What? I forgot to talk about the fact that we got a bunch of stuff from Barf Comics in this week. Yeah, you did. Um, so uh, James Harrigan did some wonderful things. He did a new comic called. Altar of the Skate Gods, which is a choose-your-own-adventure uh, skateboarding story in the in the wilds, and they meet up with Animal Chin, who they don't call Animal Chin, but it's totally Animal Chin from the Powell Peralta video, wow. and uh, and it's crazy. It's nice. so good. It's so fun. And if you know his art style, if you liked auteur, which he did oh, as well, yeah, um, it's very nice. And if you are and also, if you're a fan of his amazing upcoming comic cover for Rad Wraith, uh, <laughs> there's that too. Nice. <laughs> I think that's going to be our New York Comic Con exclusive. Oh, man. It's going to be the the Barf Comics cover. Aww. It's amazing. It's, I won't get a chance to get it. No, I don't think I'll get a chance to get it either, that's unfortunately. Cool. You if should I, get one. I, I think that they don't really do very well at getting people their comps for Comic Con exclusives. I think that's a that's you a gotta go down for bad it. one. I think I have to actually go down. Uh, I'll I'll ask uh, Dabari to grab me one because ah. he's tabling at two different places for New York Comic Con this year. There you go. Uh, but yeah, it's a really great cover. It is the Rad Wraith doing a foot plant on the uh, on the glass of a cop car, and you're just inside the cop car, shattered glass, and a cop going. Ah! <laughs> in the, in the That's side. Cool. It's pretty good. I like it. And uh, what else? Is there anything exciting going on? Do I need to talk about anything else that we're doing? Nah, mm. probably not. I'm trying to clear out a bunch of space in my storage space. So I'm also putting out a bunch of bargain things. So you're going to see things like this week. Uh, Bob found a bunch of these things. It <laughs> didn't take me long. I found a box of Archie comics. I had a long box of Archie comics and I was like, this needs to get out of my way. So I just priced them all without looking them up and just pretty much was like, this is in this condition. And it's like a 60s comic for three bucks or whatever. Yeah. It was I, like, I, I will say, as far as if you're a person who likes Archie books, uh, I fortunately for you have a bunch of them already. So I didn't uh, buy them all, but I would have bought them all <laughs> if I didn't have them because they are a, a that is a good bargain. There's some good stuff. Books. There's a really good. I don't know if you saw the Jughead that was in there. The really nice. I think you bought it. I bought the expensive one. Yeah, you did. And that one wasn't that expensive. Yeah, it was like uh, eight bucks. But no, but there's there's two other good, really good yeah, yeah. Jugheads in there. Um, pre two hundred Jughead the, in the and space around one. Yeah, I, yeah. I I pretty much I I bought every space one I didn't have. There's yeah. actually um there's a uh, is it a life with Archie or um Pep or one of those that there's has a, a Mads really... and Glads in there too. I think. Oh, I didn't see that. Someone might have bought it already. No, too bad. Because if there is, like, that's like one. Of my Madhouse Glads is like. Yep. Well, Madhouse is my favorite. Yeah, it's yeah. my favorite. Archie Madhouse title. is the best one. Madhouse Definitely. is the best. I agree. And they're like, hey, Mad Magazine is cool. Yeah, yeah. Let's do something like that. And it's like, it's not as good, but it's just so great, <laughs> it's and it's not, not as goodness. <laughs> yeah, it definitely. That is that is its real. That's its real value is the way that it is not as good as Mad Magazine was. Yeah. And then like then they tried to like latch onto like every trend. So it's and like they the... totally stole the Sergio Aragones borders oh, yeah. for everything for like two weeks, and then like the next ones like don't have. 
have it. Like oh, it's really? like yeah, there's like a few issues that yeah, have, that have that the borders. border, but like they don't all. And yeah. then there's a point where the monkeys were like the biggest shit yes. in the world. So then they became the Madhouse Glads and yep. they did that. And but the really good one, <laughs> the really good ones are the Madhouse ones and then the the early Madhouse ones where it's the Archie characters, but it's like totally gonzo Archie. Yeah, yeah. It's like an actual like they're trying to be funny and not like, and so it's like Archie doing like just shit that they never do in the other, but the art's like really good. If you ever see any of those for affordable, get them. They're good. Awesome. All right. Buy stuff at coast city comics. Follow us at, uh, I'm actually, and at coast city comics. Well, at I'm actually comics. And, uh, that's about it. Uh, we will see you next week with more comic book stuff. Good night. Good night.